Tower Stories, an oral history of 9-11, September 11th. Our guest is Damon DeMarco. Thank you for talking with us this morning. I appreciate it, uh, Damon. Your conne- what is your connection to September 11th? Well, I was in New York uh, when it happened, and I've dedicated the past 20 years to interviewing uh, people who have participated in the event. Um, and so uh, I'd say that's my connection to it. I've, I've spent the past 20 years kind of checking in with people and uh, hearing their stories and writing about them and publishing. What will we get a chance to uh, to read, to learn, that hasn't already been shared by others over the past 20 years? Well, I think as we look back from 20 years, we have a unique opportunity to reevaluate what the event means to us. And one of the things that highlights through all the stories in the book, and we have a new retrospective section, and it's actually in there as well, is this notion of choice, this notion that we can never control what happens to us, or rarely can we control what happens to us, but we are always in control of the choices we make when things happen to us. And the choice that I saw in all of these stories being executed over and over and over again is that when we are in service to other people, we are in fact serving ourselves and them best. So it's not about us, you know, the individual. When we get outside of ourselves and we say, how can I help you, this perfect stranger who who needs something? How can I help you, this family member? How can I help you? Then the community draws tighter together and we are stronger as people. In this tradition of, uh, well, Studs Terkel kind of... uh of uh, writing, uh, your literary time spent uh, encapsulating a wide variety of viewpoints. Did you hear any viewpoints from those that you interviewed that surprised you? There are many people who believe um, that 9-11 is a done deal, that it's that it's that, that it happened and it's over with and it, it's fixed forever in history. And I understand that viewpoint very much, but The thing that surprised me most is that really our memories are rather plastic. And, you know, there is an inevitable fallibility to human memory. And so every time we think about 9-11, or any event for that matter, we are in fact reinventing it. And again, it brings into into question this, this question of choice. When we think of the event, what do we choose to remember? The tragedy of the day is obvious, unfortunately. And, you know, there's nothing that we can ever do to change that. But what we can do is choose what we're going to do about it, how we're going to move forward, what we're going to do right now in this moment to make things a little bit better. And that's something that I try to keep in mind every day if I can. Uh, And it's certainly something that everybody in the book keeps talking about in some way or another. Did anybody in the book that you interviewed feel like there has been progress, that things are a little bit better every day since 20 years ago? Sure. Lots of people think that. You know, but, Mike, it's funny because I'm a big believer in paradoxical thinking, meaning that two apparently contradictory things can actually be true at the same time. In many ways, it seems we've gone forward, and in many ways we've maybe regressed a little bit. So it really, again, boils down to this notion of how do we want to look at things? What honest assessment can we make of the state of the world today, the state of our communities, the state of our country, whatever level you want to take it to, the state of ourselves as individuals? 
how do we want to acknowledge what's happened so that we can plot a course moving forward? And that's going to be different for all of us, but we do get that, that miraculous power of choice in there. I know that the original edition of Tower Stories was one of the best-selling, uh, critically acclaimed books uh, on 9-11 in history. Uh, and this one, the commemorative uh, version, adds more. There's more to this copy of the book than the original. Is that correct? Yes, I had the opportunity. The publishers asked me to go back and, and do retrospective interviews with people like Alice Greenwald. She's the head of the National 9-11 Memorial and Museum. And to hear her talk about why human beings remember or what is the importance of remembering is incredibly inspiring. She's, she's an expert at this. And I also had a chance to talk to uh, Jillian Suarez, for instance. She was nine years old when her father, Officer Ramon Suarez of the NYPD, perished at the towers. He was last seen helping people get out of Tower 2. Well, Jillian grew up wanting to be just like her dad, and in 2018, she graduated from the New York City Police Academy. She's now Officer Jillian Suarez, and she bears her father's shield. It's shield number 12671. So there's another incident, right, where, where somebody was able to make a choice. She said, this is how I want to serve. This is how I want to honor my father's memory. So the whole section is like that. Wow. Filled with these incredible stories of what it means to look back and what we're going to do moving forward by looking back. Uh, I got goosebumps just thinking about it, Damon. How is a copy of this book being made available? How can we get it and read it? Well, go to your local bookstore and request it if it's not there. You know, it's 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 all over the place. I'm a all huge right. supporter it's available of local everywhere. bookstores, so I urge you to go there first. It it, it is Tower Stories, an oral history of 9/11. Uh, it is uh, the 20th anniversary commemorative edition. So if you are one of the millions who read the first copy, there is more to this copy. Uh, you should consider it Tower Stories, being called the most comprehensive. Uh, the most amazing stories of the 9-11 tragedy. Our guest, uh, Damon DeMarco, thanks very much for talking with us this morning. Man, I got goosebumps just thinking about it.